Tyrese Maxey. How good can Tyrese Maxey be this season? We'll talk about that more, that and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76 of your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Keith Pompey. I'm going solo today. My man, Divine Givens, isn't here with us today. But, you know, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about your guy, Tyrese Maxey. And the reason why I say your guy is because, you know, Tyrese is a fan favorite in Philadelphia, and he's a guy that everyone likes. Um, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. He's outside of Joel Embiid. He's the most popular player. And, and there may be some people who turned on Joel, making Tyrese Maxey the most popular player on the team in their eyes. Um, you know, we keep going back and forth, you know, my, me and my co-host Divine Givens at time to time, we talk about how good can he be? And I think Tyrese is going to be a great player. I do. Um, I do have believe that, you know, there's a lot of people who think that if James Harden leaves that Tyrese Maxey can take the keys and become, you know, the, the, the point guard, the lead guard of the team. I still think that he's a secondary guard. That's not a knock on him, but I feel like he's not a point guard. Can he handle the ball? Can he do a lot of things? That is he a great combo ball, combo guard? Yes. I just don't think that he's a lead guard right now. And and it's nothing against him. Um, I don't want to make this comparison to him because this guy is unfair comparison. But when I look at Tyrese Maxey, I look at more like a, a Dwayne Wade type. Again, no comparison in regards to Dwayne Wade being a Hall of Famer and all that type of stuff, right? You know, future Hall of Famer. But when I look at Maxi, I'm talking about an undersized two guard, a guy who is a scorer, get this and that. Yes, can he run an offense? Of course. He can have the ball in his hands. But I feel like his next, I feel like he is a scoring guard, a two guard. You know, whereas Chris Paul and other guys are a point guard, this and that. You know, James Harden is a two guard, but he's a ball handler, a better ball handler, right? So so that's not a knock on him, and I'm not trying to overhype him. But at 6'2", he's a two guard, a smaller two guard. So when we look at that, you know, I, I think that that's where he, he's going to be. But I'm excited for him this season. Um, I really am. Like, I honestly feel like, you know, this is going to be a, a big season for Tyrese, a season for him to show what he can do. Um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot uh, from him. But I also feel like that he is going to be able to maybe be – a fringe all-star. You know, I think he was there last year. I think the thing that hurt him, that really impacted him, 
was when, um, let's face it, when when he got injured. When he came back, you know, he was in and out of the, the starting lineup. Um, I, I felt like he lost some momentum with the injury. But I also believe that this guy, I mean, his best days are ahead of him. And I also think that he's going to go to another level this upcoming season. I mean, I do. I feel like he's been a guy that, let's face it, when he was drafted, you know, he was a distiller to draft. Um, he fell to late in, in the first round. Um, you know, he was, what was he? He was, he was a number 21 pick at the 2020 draft. He was projected to be a lottery pick. Um, but when you look at his progression, his first year as a rookie, he played in 61 games. He had eight starts. He averaged eight points. His second season, and he should have been the most improved player, or, or he should have been in consideration for it his second year. His second year, he played in 75 games with um, with 74 starts, and he averaged 17.5 points, right? His three-point percentage went from the first year to 30% to 42.7%. And then last season, he shot, I mean, he's, he averaged 20.3 points, and he shot 43.4% from three. And the funny part is, like, that was probably the least talked about thing of his game because we were all talking about him, his ability to get to the cup, his, his ability to thrive in transition and things like that. Um, you know, so, you know, when we look at it, you know, Tyrese has, has progressed, and I think that he'll take another step forward. You know, now he only he played in 60 games last year. He started in 41. So there were 19 games he didn't start. There was a stretch where we know where he came off the bench because, you know, the backcourt of him and James Harden was just a defensive liability, and they took him off. Now, you know, Doc was saying this. Doc Rivers was saying certain things that, Really, you know, I think he was trying to protect Maxi, and he didn't want to make it seem like he brought him, like he was demoted. Um, and to be honest with you, he was demoted because of he didn't want to demote James, right? But you know, he's he's a career eighty five percent foul shooter. Um, he's a career forty one point four percent three point shooter. And you know, Maxi is is a guy who I think that's going to continue to excel and do things and, and play at a high level. I, I really like his game. Um, I, I feel like he's going to have a, a breakout year. And I know that sounds crazy. Eight to 17.5 to 20.3. He shot 43.4. But Maxi, in my opinion, is a great player, good player. If you follow the 76ers, you know a lot about him, right? You rave over him. You see him on national TV. You hear people talk about him at time to time, but I feel like this is going to be a year where everyone is going to say, this kid is special. This kid is special. Um, you know, this kid is special. Now, the one thing is he may have to do the next, uh, I think that, and I kept saying this over and over again, that I think his growth is going to have to come on a defensive end a little bit. It improved a lot um, towards the latter stages of the season. Right. He, he made progression, but I think he still needs to get the lateral movement, you know, uh, 
and I say a little stronger, but use some little bit more physicality and things like that. And I think that everything will work out for him. I do. I think that, you know, Maxie will will have a, a, a great year um, doing those types of things, right? I want to talk to y'all about FanDuel, right? You know, take your first swing at your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get ten times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to two hundred dollars. That's right, just bet twenty bucks and you'll land two hundred dollars in bonus bets, win or lose. That's two hundred you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over under to who you think is going to get the first home run, all on at on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports bet partner of Major League Baseball. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll talk more about, you know, P.J. Tucker. Talk about P.J. Tucker. Now, the thing is, I want to talk to y'all a little bit about Paul Reed. Not not Paul Reed. We talk, um, Paul Reed is on my mind because I'm a try to go well i'm not trying to go i'm gonna go to his media availability today so i have more about pj tucker and paul reed tomorrow but let's talk about Jaden springer right so when we talk about Jaden, you know this is a big year for him you know Jaden springer is a guy who when you look at him you say come on man three years you know he spent most of his time in the g league you know yeah he showed his flashes in the game last year you know he played and in the G League this um not G League G League last year he played in the summer league this summer and he played well right but then when you look at his career he's saying okay he's been in the league for two years going in the third year he only played in 18 games right you'll say look the guy only played in 18 games in his career and you know what is he averaging 2.4 points what is he shooting from three Three-point shooting is not bad. Shot 40% last year. He didn't attempt a three his first year. You know, he started two games. He got, he averaged 5.3 minutes. But when I look at Jaden, and you look at him, and he was a guy who was the youngest, one of the youngest guys in the draft, I believe the second youngest guy in the draft, when the Sixers took him 28th overall in the 2021 draft, right? Right. He's only 20 years old, only 20. He's going to turn 21 on October the 20th, right? Young. This guy has an upside. Right now, you look at him, chiseled frame, 6'4". He's listed at 204. He looks to be bigger than that. I mean, solid. He looks like a guy, looks like he can play football. You know what I'm saying? He's like a big, thick neck and all this other stuff, like, you know, but he's solid, you know, solid. You know, he looks like he could 
be a pretty good tight end in the NFL or something when you look at it or or or, or a yoke wide out, you know, coming off the end, a rush in, a rush in. you know, he would have to get bulk up a little bit more, but, you know, he has that solid frame because of his height, 6'4". Um, you know, I, I think that he's going to get an opportunity to show what he can do. I mean, let's face it. You know, the Sixers really don't have a lot of options at this particular stage. Um, but but he's a guy that under Nick Nurse that you would think that he would get a chance to, to at least show something. And he's a defensive guy. You can get him out there um, as long as he continues to work on his three-point shot and do certain things, you feel like he'll get an opportunity to show. And I think that at 20, I mean, he's a guy that – that only like like Maxi, he has an upside. And the difference between Maxi and most of the other guys, like um, Isaiah Joe, who they let go, um, Charles Bassey, who was let go, um, a couple other guys. Maxi got an opportunity. I mean, really, like Maxi benefited from opportunities, and he thrived in them. Um, Jaden Springer didn't get an opportunity when he came. He just didn't. And, you know, he got to play last year toward the second, uh, the second to last game of the season. And he played well. You know, he played a little bit in the last game of the season, but he left the game early. Those are his two starts. But when you look at him and, and, and you see, like, how young he is, that this should really help him out. I mean, it should. You know, he's a guy who's young. He's a guy who who went and, and, and was a McDonald's All-American. Um, he's a guy who excelled at IMG Academy. He was a one and done at Tennessee. But I feel like Jaden Tyree Springer is, is going to have a breakout year or could be in position to have a breakout year. Now, for him, what's a breakout? You know, breakout for him is, is basically getting minutes for him showing things on the defensive end. I think the way that he's going to impact the game is not going to be, per se, um, scoring points. It's going to be doing the unheralded things, being a solid role player, you know, wreaking havoc, being disruptive. But if he can knock down shots, if he can knock down shots, and, you know, he's working out with Keith Williams, um, uh, an exceptional shooting coach, you know, if he can knock down shots, then that's going to lead to him getting minutes, you know. You know, so I feel like for a young guy, um, a young first-round pick, that this is going to be a vital season for him, a season that the Sixers are going to have to make a decision, basically, on his future. But, you know, I think that he'll take advantage of it and, 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 uh, and, and will thrive. All right, and for the third segment, I want to talk to y'all about my man, Furt. Furtcon Korkmaz. You know, Furtcon, this is, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, Furtcon didn't ask for a trade twice. He did it early on in his career, um, and then he did it last year. Uh, the team was unable to trade him. I do think that he could be someone that Nick Nurse could get a look at, or if he already knows what he has in him. You know, he could be someone that they could try to move as well. 
Um, the problem is that I think that his trade value decreased. It decreased because of, you know, if, if his trade value was up high, I, th- I felt like they would have moved him, right? Like there was a time that teams thought like a new scenery would be better for him, that he could go out there and show what he could do. Um, so, you know, you you hope for him and, and, and you hope for uh, the Sixers that they could work something out. But I also think that for the time being, when you look at it right now, who are the shooters? I mean, we talked about Tyrese Maxey shooting 43.4%. But outside of that, who are the shooters on the team? Um, DeAnthony Melton is, uh, uh, can shoot the three. Little, he needs to be a little bit more consistent, though. But do they have a designated guy that can come in and just hit hit buckets? No. Um, no, they don't. I mean, you know, they lost that person in George Niang. You know, D House can make them from time to time, but they don't have that guy. They don't have a designated shooter. And that's something that Furkan could fulfill a role, but I got to see where, where he is. You know, Philly was a place that he wanted to leave. He wanted to get out of it. Um, you know, he's in a going to be in the final year of his deal. Maybe it's easier to move a guy now in the final year. Who knows? He could be lumped in a trade with James. He could be lumped in the trade with anybody else, you think. Um, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Sixers do with him. Because I th- I'm one of the guys who think in the right situation for a complaint. Who knows? Nick Nurse could be the right situation. A new coach, you know, he could look at FERC and say, hey, this is somebody we want to we wanna have. So, you know. But, hey, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening. Um, hopefully, Devon will be back with me tomorrow. Um, uh, but I want y'all, uh, to have a great day and be blessed, right? Be blessed. And, uh, you know, I know that the season is, should be upon us shortly and that's going to be exciting for all exciting for me, but, uh, have a great day. Happy Tuesday to you. Peace.